0: Hey, everyone, it's Tom Kradza, and look, on this episode of the Your Life, Your Terms show, we have absolute legends coming on the show. We've been working with Matt and Gino, a father and son, some? father and son real estate team for just about a decade now. They trusted us really early on and probably when they should have had no business trusting us. So we are forever grateful for them. Just absolute guys and quiet and reserved guys that aren't really big promoters in what they're doing. So we're really thankful that they came on the show and Gino has a health and fitness background. He used to compete in bodybuilding. So we talk about some fitness and some health stuff. Matt now runs their gym in Port Coburn. I joke that if, if anyone's in the Port Coburn area, which is out in Niagara, if you're not familiar where it is, um, you can stop into GNM Fitness, which is the name of their fitness uh, facility, their gym in Port Coburn, and probably get the best local real estate investing advice that you're ever going to get. Both Matt and Gino will be there. And uh, well, Gino only sometimes now, apparently, but both of them uh, are are there on and off at different times and you can get some really good local real estate investing advice. I'm sure they love that I share that. So just all-around great guys. We talk about the Niagara region, Welland, Port Coburn, what they've seen, their real estate investing journey, so far um, just a casual chat about a bunch of stuff nick comes on the uh, on this podcast with us as well so all around great guys if you want to go to their website and check out their gym out in that area it's www.gandmfitness.com so that's g and then the word and a n d m fitness.com and if you are listening to this and you are thinking about getting into real estate investing like these guys did, they started by responding to an ad that we ran in one of the Niagara newspapers way back and they got a free, co- they might've got a report that we were putting out at that point or the income for life for Canadians book. That book has been downloaded tens of thousands of times at this point. If you don't have a copy of that book, that is probably the place where more rockstar investors have started than anywhere else. So so if you want to give a book to someone who's thinking about real estate investing or you want to get a copy for yourself, you can get free digital copies of that Income for Life for Canadians book at rockstarinnercircle.com forward slash books. And on that URL, we actually released a brand new book called The Real Estate Investing Blueprint, and that's a combination of lessons. And it, we, we structured that book where every chapter is almost like a little workshop where we we have little homework exercises at the end of every chapter for you to do. And it summarizes some of the real estate investing strategies that we've been using with investors all around the golden horseshoe for over 10 years now. Some of the marketing strategies, some of the student rental stuff. So there's a whole bunch of stuff jammed into that book. We also have, you can buy it on Amazon or you can get a free digital copy of it on our website as well. So if you go to rockstarinnercircle.com forward slash books, you can get a free digital copy of that new book as well. So if you're thinking about getting into Real Estate Investing or you know somebody that um, could benefit from that, you can get uh, free copies there. I think that's it. Let's get on with the show.
1: Are you ready to live life on your terms? Is it time to take charge? Real estate, business building, the economy, health and nutrition, and more. It's the Your Life, Your Term Show with Tom and Nick Caradza. Are you ready let's go okay
0: we're live nick can you hear me <laughs> i refuse to answer that question anymore hey uh Gina. tom tom can can you hear me yeah no the volume <laughs> i think the volume's good um i wanna so we uh so nick's here obviously uh pestering me already and matt and gino are here g i just mentioned to gino so gino is uh i don't know why i feel like can to explain this but gino is matt's Father, yes. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's the that relationship right. yep. here. <laughs> okay, we're on, the, we're on the right page, and uh, I feel like we need to start a legend series mm-hmm. because uh, recently we had Jason Jensen on the podcast a little while back. Now we have you guys on, we have some investors that we've been working together alongside you for a decade, mm-hmm. and you guys are definitely uh, legends in our eyes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, thank you, thank you for being here. But, Gino, before we dive in, yes, we were talking about espresso. And I was explaining to you how I think Nespresso, the Nespresso machine, might have some kind of funny business going on with it because I don't understand how they make the crema at the top of it. And you said you know, was it your father who explained yep. to you?
2: Yeah. Uh, when you're making an espresso, you can tell how good an espresso is going to be by when you put sugar on it, the sugar should float on top of the crema and not f- and not fall through until you stir it.
0: And I believe the same thing exactly. <clears throat> Absolutely. And yeah. I, you know what? I've never checked with an espresso. But putting sugar because I see the crema, I, see I it think too. I think yeah. it's not thick enough to hold the sugar it's on fake. top. Fake, yeah. I think there's some kind of funny business. So, so this is going to be the next. They have test. scientists.
1: Remember, I think you sent me that that presentation. They have like Nespresso has a science division. They have scientists studying the crema and how to make it with the small pods and the small machine to produce the proper pressure. Wow. Like it, it was like a, it was like an hour and fifteen minutes scientific presentation going into it. I was like, this is shocking that there's that much effort into this thing. But they're, wow. they're doing it.
2: It's shocking that they're even doing that. Well, you and when you see, better I mean, do. I have
0: some friends who drive to Sherway Gardens in Etobicoke there the moment new flavors come out. And huh. uh, in Espresso's big business, I had no idea. And I actually kind of like the commercials, I have to admit. They make me laugh. Anyway, yeah. okay. On to but we are gonna have a new coffee machine in the new office. You guys are gonna have to come to the new office. Nick's telling me it's gonna be a big big pain in the ass because we're gonna have the beans and the water and we're gonna have to maintain the machine <laughs> and it has to be de- uh, Well, de- I just copied. know
1: the problems will come to me. People are like, oh, the machine's not working or there's yeah. grinders. <laughs> yeah. This I'm like, I don't give a damn. Put yeah. the pod yeah. in the yeah. an espresso yeah. and <laughs> press the button. There's your coffee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my so. grinder
0: just broke and yeah. it's really loud. And it just broke. Yeah, so. yeah. And sometimes the pump on those machines will break and you have to take
1: them. Yeah, out. see, yeah, that's why. Weird. Like, I want nothing to put it in your office. It's, it's all it's worth the right time. <laughs> but,
0: but let me ask you something, actually, because you used to compete in bodybuilding. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Did you ever use coffee or caffeine in any kind of work? Like, was that part of any sort of, I don't well, know, diet or nutrition?
2: Being Italian, I've been drinking coffee since I was probably one. Yeah, got it. Okay. So, so it's, just part, it's just part of so life. Part of yeah, you but, have to drink But coffee. did it
0: play any specific role in bodybuilding <clears throat> at all?
2: Mm. No. Maybe uh, I, c- I would consider the caffeine as something that might burn some extra calories but uh, no no it's just for me a a good cup of coffee or an espresso is just for pleasure
0: okay and now that you're here i want to ask you this um your book we've talked about your book before what's the name of your book um it's the sos book eat smart eat often eat small okay so um now with all this you know all the studies on nutrition and stuff and gino everything that you've been through all over the years do you just laugh at some of what you see, or do you, is there real benefit from your experience with time-restricted eating, like eating in a window for certain purposes, and then not doing that maybe for other purposes? Like, what's your take on some of the the current stuff that you see, or do you even follow this anymore?
2: Well, yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh, there's just so much out there right right now. I mean, the current things are, um, you know, now you're seeing keto foods out on the on the shelves a lot, and uh, Intermittent fasting uh, which I've been doing since I was one because I don't eat breakfast because I don't have I just I want to but It just doesn't agree with me. I just don't want to eat in the morning So I just have a cup of coffee, but and sometimes I don't eat till one o'clock in the afternoon and that's when I st- You were feeling, doing that even when you were body. Oh, built. yeah, yeah, no, 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 okay no. When, when you I were was competing you when were... I'm competing and need to lose that body fat. I followed my own rules definitely But uh, there's just so much out there that, um, and even Matt, when I was talking to Matt about these things, um, the bottom line is no matter what you look at, what diet you look at, what method of eating you look at, it all boils down, if you look at them, to a reduction in calories, almost all of them. I think this is what Nick talks about all the time. Yeah, you're speaking to people that don't eat right, okay, with these books, and they eat junk, and they eat high-calorie, low-nutrient-dense foods. So just making that change is going to reduce your calorie intake and, and, and do better for your body. So, I mean, you can look at any one of these diets, and it's pretty much every single one of them is a reduction in calories. I've listened to lectures from university professors that say that's not the case, and they go into cellular function and really deep dive deep into these things. And it's to me, it's all a bunch of bullshit. They're looking in the wrong direction. If you reduce your calories um, to and eat, the appropriate amount of calories for what your body needs, you should maintain your weight. If you reduce that, you should lose weight, and it works. It's worked every single time for me, every single time for anybody that I taught the method to. It's never failed, never. Uh, So I think they're just uh, making uh, something simple very complicated, and people don't want complication And the bottom line is no matter what you do, it has to be sustainable. You have to be able to do it all your life. Uh, Try to get on a ketogenic diet. It's crazy Uh, to get your system uh, to operate that way and and use uh, fat as fuel. To me, in my opinion, um, it's trying to get your body to do something that it doesn't naturally want to do. So it's very difficult to get Because you think your body body wants wants to naturally burn burn glucose? Yeah, it's the best way and the most efficient way that Mm -hmm. your body can...
0: Uh, find energy and use it. Yeah, because my understanding that you could burn glucose like right in your muscles. The uh, what is it? The glycogen. glycogen stored right in your muscles. Thank yeah. you. I got multiple. This is great. I can yeah. just ask you guys questions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's stored right in your muscle too. Yeah. The yeah. fat's not stored there, so to get the energy out of the fat, yeah, you deplete the glycogen. You, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it makes sense. I just wonder if there's any applications where someone's not interested in muscle performance and they just want the clearest thinking and so they're like okay I feel like my brain burns ketones or fat as Mm -hmm. its primary fuel source so maybe Mm -hmm. I'll go into ketosis as a way to just get the most efficient use of my brain Mm -hmm. and forget all like any of the you know muscle or exercise component that I might be losing by not eating or burning glucose is there anything validity to that you think? Or does that just sound crazy?
2: There is, but it's it's mostly, like I said, for the extremists, the people that really want to focus on that. Yeah, it is it. very difficult to get you, your body into ketosis and stay there. One wrong move, one wrong meal, and you're out. And everything changes right back to where it wants to be.
1: But with your eating patterns, you're probably in ketosis every morning, right? Because I know when, with mine, because I often didn't eat in the morning. Yeah. Like I wouldn't eat first thing in the morning. And I went to your house, and you had that little meter that you blow into. And this thing was not like the... You know the like an absolute it scientific, decent, yeah. It was a decent accuracy, but uh, and and I was you know I had I was in ketosis in the morning just because for the period of time after sleeping and not eating first thing in the morning, your body will will change the fuel source because the the glucose because, th- right, th- is it's burned gone. first. Glycogen so, is gone. Yeah. Right. But like your to your point to stay, you know, for a lot of people to stay in there for like a month at a time or something, it it can yeah it's I don't know if it's realistic for the, for the majority of people to do that without specific no, goals or something
2: there they're toting it, toting it as a weight loss method yeah. and you now can't you can't. I, you can't if it's temporary it's not a weight loss method. You can lose the weight you doing pretty much any of those things in those books but what happens when you stop doing that?
0: So you've been in this industry and in fitness, nutrition and some yourself, bodybuilding and all this stuff for years. What's the what is the most for the average person coming to your gym, let's say, um, what's the best like what is the most sustainable type diet for the typical person, or can we not generalize at that level?
3: We would for the most part when someone's looking to come to our gym and lose body fat, we're just recommending the book we and the it's not a diet right it's it's just a way of eating that is sustainable that we teach them how um, how to build their meals using that system and uh, counting calories is part of that and uh, that will teach them how like what um a meal should consist of like what for your body where you're at right now uh, how how much food you should actually be eating in a meal like, I think that's the,
0: which is kind of like, sounds so simple, but to me, like when I first started learning this stuff and I'm still learning, it's like rocket science. Yeah. To, so to, to, it's for you, it might be so simple, but I think that's what everybody needs for someone to be able yeah. to just like break down. Hey, look, here's what a good, healthy meal looks like. Right. So well, you a lot of people to, don't know.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah, You don't have to count calories forever either. Once you do it for a while, you start to learn. Totally, And yeah, then yeah. you can look at a plate of food and say, okay, this is. Right, right yeah, for yeah, me. yeah. And well, yeah.
1: just think for how many years. I think there was the Canada Food Guide. Mm-hmm. and how off the Canada food guide was for everyone mm-hmm. y- you know what I mean like now Getting finally better. they've come out they, they've changed it and you know they're like yeah this thing called vegetables maybe that's <laughs> like should be the kind of like you know what you're really focused on through mm-hmm. the day and I'm like yeah that's good I mean it's amazing that it took you until 28 I think it was released 2018 so I think it was like till you know 2018 or 2019 it to was, finally figure yeah. this out yeah. you know they're like yeah let's make don't make it breads and pastas you can still have some of that yeah. but let's make it vegetables you know, half your plate should be vegetables I'm like well yeah no kidding for sure you know
0: and I think it's also the nutrient density what you guys are kind of both alluding to is because I noticed when I changed my eating finally from like snack foods Mm -hmm. I would always have to be eating (laughs) and I didn't even I literally this might seem silly to you guys I didn't understand even the concept of like real good healthy foods like vegetables and good meats and chicken you know like good protein sources good vegetable sources and good nuts and fats and things like that mm-hmm. that if you have this you're actually full and you don't need to snack mm-hmm. anymore i didn't even comprehend that
2: i know because uh, i'm gonna tell you a little story you're gonna <laughs> get a kick out of this one i met you one day uh, years ago in your office is I remember. only that's funny only I time that, i ever I met that. with you and we were talking about, as a matter of fact, I went to uh, pick your brain about, uh, uh, about publishing my book. And by the way, you were no help at all.
1: <laughs>
2: and um, we were talking about eating habits. And you opened up your drawer and you showed me what you eat every day just when you get hungry. And it was a bunch of those cup of soup things just all lined up in the drawer. <laughs> oh, my God that was brutal so that was you've brutal. come a long way that
0: was so brutal i've learned a lot man no, yeah that was uh, i remember and it's funny i visually remember your reaction to that to this day because you're such a good guy and then i remember just seeing that disgust in your face yeah. and i remember thinking oh my gosh i guess this is wrong That's exactly when we used what? to what
1: we used to travel so we get off a flight and tom be like oh i'm hungry i want to eat something I'm like okay or we get to the airport and i'm like well i can't eat there i can't eat there and he would get pissed off at me He'd be like, what? He like, because you're such a pain in the ass, man. Like, I, I don't just, really I just, remember it like just, this. For <laughs> the record,
0: I don't remember. I just like
1: want to eat something. Like, I'm <laughs> like, well, I can't eat that, because I'm gonna feel like crap after. He's like, well, yeah. just pick someplace because I just want to eat. And I'm like, well, I was looking for any like. Half decent food that wouldn't make me just feel like terrible after, yeah. and it was always such an inconvenience for Tom because he's like, I can't believe you're doing this, you know, you're making my life so difficult. Yeah. And now, then it reversed the other way because then he got so strict with his diet. That yeah, he luckily I have obsessive
0: compulsive disorder, and so once <laughs> yeah. I decide I want to get yeah. obsessive about something, I just go. Now you've up.
1: moderated a little bit, so yeah, it's yeah. pretty. As long as it's real food, but for a while there, you know, well, you, you know looked at me like I was crazy. Like he wouldn't, he would listen to other people, but not his younger brother. Yeah. He would never listen to about yeah. that.
0: No, I look at it as you weren't persuasive enough. (laughs) It wasn't the younger.
1: I know
2: what persuaded you was those pains in your gut. Yeah, yeah, it was was
0: ultimately the stomach pains. Yeah, Yeah. but uh, okay, so uh, but when your body, when you were bodybuilding, when you were trying to compete, and I don't know, maybe when you were trying to add muscle, were you still just not eating until after lunch, or did you? No, no.
2: We I followed the, followed my rules. I had breakfast. I had mid morning meal, uh, lunch, mid afternoon supper, and then a later meal.
0: Okay, because what surprised me with that strategy is when, you know, I started going to the gym because of Nick Mm -hmm. and I realized uh, Dan at the gym told me, hey, Tom, you're not eating enough. Like You actually need to eat more. And I was like, I don't really think I need to eat more, but he got me, he convinced me and I started eating more. Mm -hmm. And not only I felt better, I had more energy, I was recovering better from Mm -hmm. the workouts. And it just, as simple as ridiculous as that sounds, I had no comprehension that you could eat more food not gain weight and feel better that was the first Mm -hmm. time i had ever experienced that Mm -hmm. and i'm assuming it was just because of my effort at the gym was enough to accept those calories and not add it on correct and they're
2: probably better calories more they were uh, better calories beneficial to your body and it just helped your body function better
0: it it totally did yeah Yeah. so that was just a big eye-opener to to me and so that's what you were doing with your kind of morning mid-morning lunch you were just constantly fueling the body Yeah. i mean
2: it just it's common sense in my mind anyway that and i've this is through experience—30 30, over 30 years of experience watching people eat and correcting their eating habits. But in my mind, if you fuel your body regularly throughout the day, okay, um, with the proper foods, and you do it in the right amount, um, every your body should work a lot better and more efficiently because it's getting the the calories that it needs to function properly. You're not overeating, so it's not storing anything on you and uh, if you want to use that those rules as a weight loss then you would you would want to be in a calorie deficit at the end of the day so you're just short of what your body requires to maintain its weight so if you do that consistently you will you you'll lose body fat i know you will
0: yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a shocking. I don't know. Nick, you learned this yourself. I'm always just amazed at how long it took me to learn, uh, learn that, and I just think there's a whole segment of the Canadian population mm-hmm. where we're all kind of lost a little bit to no fault yeah. of our own. Like, we don't meet yeah. Matt, you, yeah. or your dad, and we don't get this information. You kind of have to figure it out for yourself because I don't have those afternoon crashes as much as I have to. Mm-hmm. I, I used to all the time. Right. Like, I feel much better with energy just by the way I'm eating, and the nutrient density was the key thing for me. Yep. But anyway... Um, Okay, the, the the real estate properties I wanted to ask you guys about. Why did you... Um, what made you start... You already owned commercial property when you met us, no? Yeah. I feel like you did. Uh, yeah. I so, owned some properties before. Yeah. Okay. In Port Col- the Port Coburn area?
2: No. Welland. Niagara. Boy, that was a long time ago. What did I own back then?
1: You owned the gym. Uh, That's uh, in Port Coburn. That's flips. You had done some flips, yeah. or you were doing some flips, I remember. Yeah,
2: but it was 15 years ago when we moved to the gym. I was yeah. renting first, so... Yeah um
3: well we're going back 10 years right now 10 so. okay yeah. yeah
2: so i have yeah <laughs> two properties in port corbin one is where the gym is located another one is on highway three um that uh, houses one of our dance stores and it has another commercial unit next to it and it has two apartments upstairs really nice
0: investment property oh, you started smiling when you said oh, about oh boy <laughs> that, that <laughs> for a song okay oh that's why you're smiling <laughs> yeah. okay got it got yeah it.
1: yeah
2: so um
0: <laughs> But
2: then, uh, you know, we uh, we bought a, a place in St. Catharines where our main store is, and we have a place up here in Burlington where our other dance store is. Uh, just a reminder, guys, you have daughters, and I have a dance retail store. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tom. Yeah. yeah. Great yeah. prices, yeah, great yeah, yeah, service, yeah. you know, all that
2: <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the houses came along, and uh, and we did quite a few with you guys uh, right away, right after Yeah, we JP were shocked Hunt. that yeah. you guys went fast yeah, and furious. Remember I, those house hunters? Yeah. Hunted, oh, man. Home we hunter. had that Blackberry hooked up. Yeah, and You like, guys did. We were buying houses fishing, and I was in Las Vegas one time, and it just yeah, yeah, it yeah. That's
0: right. I think you guys oh. responded to an email from a fishing boat somewhere. That was yeah, yeah, that was on the Niagara River. Yeah. I, yeah. I, was, I was like J.P. Hunt. Were you working with J.P. Hunt? Yeah. He's our coach, but we bought
2: with J.P we bought with uh, probably six or seven yeah. uh, Quite a few years. you basically oh, went right boy. through the whole Rockstar yeah we tried team. everybody yeah. everybody was great yeah yeah
0: I <laughs> could only imagine what you guys were saying behind the scenes oh this person's like this this <laughs> per—this person's ripping us off over here at Rockstar this person's a better negotiator no, it was all good all really but good but I remember when we were putting those emails out um, and yeah just for if you're listening we used to put out some emails where it was like hey we have a tenant and we have a property does anyone want to buy this thing and it would either be you guys or Steve yeah. Steve yeah, would respond Steve too yeah he would respond Immediately, yeah. I think he's. I'm not gonna say no, he said he said he, 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 set, out it. he right? set up an autoresponder, right? He set up
1: an autoresponder, and then you, you guys know that. Why? No, no, I, I, cheater. That. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he said I was <laughs> doing it manually, I yeah. had the
3: thing attached to my hip, and uh, every time that thing went off. I was checking. I'm pretty sure he said that
1: because yeah. then we wised yeah. up to it and we changed. We started changing Change. the subject line every single time. So the <laughs> autoresponder would we work. Because we couldn't understand.
0: It was like point 0.8 seconds there was a response. Oh, yeah. Right. And at first we were just like, oh, that was, he's pretty fast. Right. <laughs> but then after like the third one, we were like, Something's oh, well, hold going on, on, on here, a second yeah. here. Right. So yeah, at first
3: I. I remember the first one I got, I'm like, holy smokes, okay. I'm starting to type an email back (laughs) and then typing this long email back (laughs) about how we're interested and then hit send and what am I doing? So from that point forward, it was just, we'll take it. Yeah, we'll yeah. take it. We'll I said the, it. I
2: said to Matt, you know, it's a, it's a proven system. So when you get it, just, we'll take it. Just yes. send it.
0: We don't need to see it. We don't need nothing. You know, we're I, just going through the emotion. And the way, and I mean, you guys trusted us early. Yeah, so thank absolutely. you. But we were always just paranoid that we were doing the right thing. And like internally, behind the scenes, you guys won't know this, but we were talking to the coaches of uh, around things like, hey, is that property our rip off? Our, is it in a good area? Like, what are we doing here? Is the tenant been checked out? Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, so we were just freaking out behind the scenes because we were then coming to you guys and all investors we all spend a lot of money to buy properties Mm -hmm. and so we just wanted to make sure that we were trying to protect you at all times so uh we were kind of freaking out you were responding we'll take it at the same time we're drilling somebody on Mm -hmm. our team like hey this better be good you know (laughs) so uh Uh,
2: but you know what it all revolves around trust that we trusted you guys to do the right thing Uh, you know when i talk about you guys out there i uh, and uh people ask me you know what we're doing up there and part of this group and stuff and it basically i tell them these guys stay awake at night worrying about my problems you know when you when you hook up with people like that you just don't ask questions just 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 do what you got to yeah. do
0: yeah that's cool that's very kind and uh yeah that's kind of what we do do and i still think we do do that and it freaks us out especially when we do those larger events and you guys have come to them and we give Mm -hmm. like an economic update and we try to tell people and it comes across like a joke but we're being serious like Mm -hmm. we are genuinely not economists (laughs) so we're just sharing all this information this is just what we want for ourselves (laughs) but we are happy to share it with you (laughs) but just please make your do your own like research and due diligence um because we still can't believe it but for like 10 years we've been giving like economic
2: updates yeah, i know i've know? been to every one of them Yeah, yeah, yeah. the it's first so one nearly <laughs> killed me i thought oh, i can't do yeah. this but now i'm just looking forward to the next
0: one now we just get a kick at it we love doing this stuff you know <laughs> and sometimes our own team when we first started them uh people on our own team were like you're scaring everybody with these economic <laughs> updates and so we actually then at one of the events said we're going to stop giving these economic updates and we had like a revolt from the membership everyone was like no and then it became our team a few years later was starting to say you're not scaring people enough you know you really need yeah. to go out there and kind of tell them everything that they need to know right yeah. so uh it's come full circle but when you guys were so you you're living in the niagara region um so many people want to buy properties right around where they live why were you guys okay to buy properties like out in burlington and not like right the other your, side of
1: the city you, you you had some like over in oshawa or whitby or something whitby, too right yeah, yeah, whitby, yeah, whitby, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah, what was the thinking? Like, was it just that's the good investment? We're going to go there? Mm-hmm. What, 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 yeah. Pretty much.
3: Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's what you thought
0: us. <laughs> yeah, no. And that's no, no, where that. the Home Hunter deals were. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, So it seems obvious to you guys. It's just so many people won't do that. And specifically, yeah. people who live in Toronto mm-hmm. will tell them about something, for example, in yeah. Hamilton, right. and they'll say, well, there's no way I'm going to Hamilton. But I find right. from people who are outside of Toronto, it's the reverse. They're willing to go. Like you guys are, yeah, yeah, you guys are in Niagara, but you'll buy the property in Kitchener or Oshawa. It's not a big deal to you. Well, it's
2: funny. The last, one of the last ones we bought was Scarborough. And I thought, you know, we'd go there twice a year to our inspection. It'd take us two and a half hours to get there. And I said to Matt, um, okay, I'm not going to, let's not buy any properties further than that. Okay. Just, you know, just stick around. So, so we, Whitby was Home Hunter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I said, okay, buy it. I, I did. I think I was sitting at you, my computer yeah, and I just it. happened to be there. And I just hits, you know, uh, we'll take it and, and uh, hit enter, right? And then he gets on the phone and I tell him what happened and he goes, Dad do you know where Whitby is? <laughs> I said, no, where? Somewhere near Brantford or something. No,
0: it's on the other side of Toronto. <laughs> near Oshawa. You know what it was? Gino, you, know, you, know, you and Matt are just addicted to buying investment properties. <laughs> yeah. At that time anyway, oh, you yeah. guys were yeah. just addicted to oh, buying yeah. investment properties. Yeah, it was good. And, and do you remember the cash? Remember how we thought prices were increasing? Yep. And we're like, oh my gosh, these are starting to get expensive. Yeah. Now yeah. looking <laughs> back, it's like, what were we all freaking out? Oh, grand. Yeah, oh yeah. my yeah.
3: gosh. The first yeah. one we got was on the hamilton mountain for 242 i think what was
0: it for 242 a semi-detached fully 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 detached detached, detached. giant garage
3: big detached garage it was beautiful yeah
0: Two forty two, and I'm sure you thought you were getting ripped. You know, I don't mean that oh, you God, thought we you, we were ripping so. no. you off, but but no, no, you no. probably thought like two forty two, that's a new high. for Yeah, us. you were worried yeah. about yeah. the
1: price. You didn't think you were getting mm-hmm. a deal yeah. at two forty two. But in oh, hindsight, no. you're like, holy yeah, cow, no. yeah. why didn't we buy fourteen hundred yeah. of them? Yeah, right. And by and by the way, that
2: was our first one way back then, and we got fifteen grand down. I was like, holy crap, really? Yeah, that was. I remember that one. Did tenants pave the driveway or built a fence
0: or something? Yes, all of all of the above. Yeah. Deck, a deck, French doors, French doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah it gave yeah. us fifteen grand and left. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's isn't that always shocking? It it's, is. A, it's probably yeah. less, it's less walking, shocking. Yeah. Usually, it's personal yeah. issues. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. So, uh, and then um, now, do you guys uh, are you guys kind of stable? Are you still adding to your portfolio? Or are you guys like, no, nah, we got hmm. our properties and we're good. We're we're good where we're at. Uh, you're always looking. To. You guys have the bug. I can yeah. tell by looking at. I, let me ask it's you this. It's been a lot harder Has, has your dad ever gone to anyone's door with a baseball bat to collect uh <laughs> Don't collect a rent to god <laughs> Only tell with us a what a baseball you bat? Uh,
3: maybe not with a baseball
0: bat. <laughs> but, but I feel like he's gotten on the phone and spoken in a serious fatherly tone that somebody is late on rent and they mm-hmm. must pay. Have you ever heard him do that? Uh no, eh? Yeah, no, I try oh, not wow. to. I try I'm not surprised. to expose him to that. I'm I do to, it in oh, private. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, he's
1: more of son. a mellow, very kind, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: soft-hearted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know that type. You know he gets that from yeah, my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. So that you're type. in the back of the. I just you're like the, the, yeah. I'm just a baseball bat kind yeah. of guy.
0: You know? you know there. This is a, a true story. One, uh, you know, s- s- someone, one of my friends, uh, bought a property. And uh, I got a call one day, and he said, uh, Tom, I'm, uh, I'm outside the house, I have a baseball bat, and I was, uh, <laughs> I was just speaking to the tenants at the front door, and w- telling them that they owe me rent, and they had the landlord-tenant board on the phone, and they were have- passing me the phone that I was gonna get in trouble. Is that true, like, should I have taken the phone? <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I'm not gonna mention this person's name, but I'm gonna say, hey look, stand down, do not go back to that front door with the baseball bat. Don't get on the phone with the tenant board. You're doing all of this wrong. Yeah. So, like, take a breath. Yeah. And then in 10 minutes, drive away from the property. In 10 minutes, call me back. And I'm just going to walk you through what we have to do here. Yeah. But uh, And we've heard several. I don't know. Do you know that? Probably, and Matt probably doesn't surprise you guys. But we've heard several stories like that. Other, uh, you know, yeah. uh, Other stories where people have gotten family members and said, I'm driving to the property because, you know, we can't take this anymore. We're going to collect rent. And I'm like... Listen, I'm going yeah. to get our my paralegal on the phone with you and explain to you all the bad things that can happen yeah. about what you're about to go do. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I've kind of facilitated those sure. phone calls. Yeah. And I know it's an emotional thing when you buy properties, you come up with the down payment, you qualify at the bank, you, the bank, you deal with all the headaches mm-hmm. of owning real estate. And when someone you feel disrespects you, but with the property yeah. or not paying, you get yeah. emotional. But I mean, you have to follow the process and the system. Mm-hmm. Do. Yeah, and but, I and yeah, I don't. Really, I don't take the baseball bat, but I will. I know we like to go knock
2: on the door and just ask them what's going on because, in usually, they're not communicating, so they don't, you know, they don't call you back. All that you're texting them, they don't text you back, you don't know what's going on. So, after a week of that, you know, I've already issued the N4, of course, and uh, I just go bang on the door and just, you know, just tell me what's going on. That's all I ask them, you know, and I tell them that the worst thing you could possibly do is not communicate with me. That's the worst thing you can do because I try to be. I, I try to be lenient, you know, and uh, I understand when people run into p- issues. And at the at the end of the day, if they're paying that rent every month and it's a little bit late because they have issues, and, you know, be, a lot of these are happening in the smaller towns like where we're from because those are the properties we bought prior and they're not in the best uh, parts of town, so we do have issues there. But w- I've always tried to work things out uh, if people are genuine, if they're genuine
1: and they're honest. I always think there's value to that. Yeah, we absolutely. Treat people like long term. You just treat people like, yeah. like you know. If you're so by the law, they're like, "Well, I don't care. Yeah. You don't have it by this. Here's this. Like, it just never yeah, serves it doesn't. you well, right? Yeah, it but I agree with you about the communication. I, I, when people, whenever people move in, and I've said this before, the one thing I'll sit down and tell them, about, like, look, guys. If this is going to happen, well, as soon as you stop communicating, I'm just going to mm-hmm. automatically assume the worst. So you got to keep communicating with me because yeah. I, I agree with that. That's yeah. that's a big one. Yeah. As soon as I as soon as I hear radio silence, then I'm just like, okay, well, I mean, look, if you're not going to yeah. try to help yourself, right, I can't help you. If You don't care, like, I don't care. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What about? Um, I mean, you guys have seen all sorts of crazy stuff too, though, right? Yeah, good. Yeah. In,
0: what's yeah, crazy stuff? What's one story that surprised you in in a, in a crazy kind of good way? Has there has crazy there been good yeah, way. like has there been anything it's like oh that really kind of worked out well or no? You're <laughs> laughing, so I <laughs> assume not. <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, I just got a four thousand three hundred dollars check from some housing development, some housing support thing because they were so far back in rent. That was nice. Yeah. yeah. I never expected that. Oh, so, so just, your taxes—
1: that that's, that's like your tax dollars <laughs> going back to you. So that is. Yeah, nice. Yeah, you yeah, you that probably that got some nice. of my tax. You got me twenty bucks for that. Yeah. No. You. you <laughs> 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 uh, I don't know.
2: What's—is there some crazy stories? There is. There's no, lots, but. Only if it comes, comes
0: to mind. Comes all, crazy all. stories,
3: yeah. but uh, I'm trying to think of one that's that was surprisingly good. I mean, it's all been good, but. Yeah.
0: Leave that for a second. I want to ask you guys something. How do you guys get the discipline? uh, Do you feel that you have? I mean, Gino, with what you've done throughout your life, buying properties with your family, running businesses, multiple businesses, then going on to buy commercial real estate, you guys working together. Matt, you've taken over uh, the operation of the gym, Mm -hmm. you know? Gino, you don't go even to the gym anymore. I do now. For your own personal, do you? I, but not to run it. Or not the no. So the, Matt's the running days the, gym. Of, uh,
2: the The front desk stuff. That's that's over. Uh, I'll never do that again. Okay, so but, m- yeah, repairs and and we still have month weekly meetings. The planning and uh, uh, I still do everything else w- with Matt together with Matt. But I don't work the front desk.
0: Okay, what I want to what I want to know from you is where do you think the discipline came from um, that you used in your bodybuilding kind of efforts? Because that's serious stuff, man. Like, wh- where do you think you got, like, where did that come from? I'm naturally, I'm a hard worker. I just, I, I don't
2: shy away from physical work. I actually look forward to it. I don't look for the easy way to do things. I usually do it the manual way. It's just the way I was brought up. Um, I watched my dad and.
0: Your parents were immigrants into Canada? Yes, yes. From
2: um, Italy? From Italy. They came over when uh, my mom was 17 and my dad was 21 or something like into that. Into
0: the Niagara yeah, region or, or,
2: or? 25, something like that. Into Yeah, yeah, into the Niagara region. Um, but uh, my grandfather on my mother's side actually came to Canada from Italy and spent years here two years three years five years he came I think three or four trips he did when he was very young started I think he was an 18, 18 years old working on the canal and clearing brush yeah. no way your, f- yeah. your family worked on the Welland Canal yes and uh, he I, it was surprising I asked my mom how long did he stay I don't know three months four months six months two years one time five years he would just work and make money and and take it back to Italy with them. And uh, by doing that, he was uh, they were one of the the more better off families in that poor town. It was a very poor town, small town, four hundred people. But uh, he he bought farmland. He built a house. You know he, and he did what he had to do. And I'm the same way. I just do what I got to do. I, I you know I don't listen to people much. I just uh, I just work hard and and focus and and get done what needs to get done. I, I just. Never question that. I'm a hard worker. I think
1: a quiet key to that is one of the things you just said. You said, I don't listen to people much, (laughs) which is, no, no, which, which I, I I mean, is a good thing, right? Because you get caught up. If you listen to people and the noise around you, Mm -hmm. you get caught up in so much bullshit that it just slows you down. You start second guessing everything. If you just put heads down and focus, it's way more valuable. You know,
2: you know, if I'm doing the wrong thing or I did it wrong, whatever, it's my fault. I don't look, I don't, I'm not a finger pointer. You know, if I do something wrong or I make a mistake, it's, it's on me. It's no problem. I'll do it again. I'll do it right. It's just just the way I am, and I was hoping that by my son watching me work as hard as I do that uh, some would rub off on him.
0: Well, it's obviously rubbed off. Matt is a hard <laughs> worker, man. Yeah. I mean, him operating the gym uh, the way he does at his age and doing that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. So you must feel pretty kind of grateful and absolutely. proud of absolutely.
2: He, he runs that club way better than I because he's got the better nature working with people, right? He's just like Nick. I just want
0: to. I just want to punch wanna some people. of those. Yeah, I'm yeah. lucky you didn't smash me in the head when you saw those <laughs> cup of soups in my drawer. <laughs> Looking back, I'm like Jesus. I could have been yeah. attacked. Yeah. Yeah. Who well, would you know you're the look on your face when you saw me mirrors the look on Nick's face sometimes he kind of gets that angry perplexed look you know and i'm like holy shit i better yeah. stand down and here
2: my daughter's the same way she works very hard she runs three retail stores all by herself Yeah, that's a lot she does everything she does she's putting okay in so computer and system. so the
0: the retail stores are all dance so what what's sold out of the retail stores uh
2: primarily dance supplies uh the, you know the tutus all the outfits <laughs> the shoes oh, shoes and shoes and shoes never-ending shoes but um um, and the location, but still, that we do gymnastics, we do figure skating, we do all that. What stuff. What are the name is the, uh, name of the store? So, uh, uh, Dancewear. Dancewear Niagara uh, Dancewear is the name Burlington. of our, our two stores. One in Saint Catharines, one in Port Colborne. They're Dancewear Niagara, okay. and the one in Burlington is Dancewear Burlington. Of course. Okay, got it.
3: And so there's we, Dancewear Online.
2: Dancewear Online. Okay, got big it. One. Got yeah.
0: it. Okay, so just googling Dancewear Online or Dancewear what, uh, Burlington, yeah, we're right You'll up find there these. on page one. Yeah, mm-hmm. awesome, okay. And and then you know what you don't have, Gino? You don't have a need for approval. I find mm-hmm. that like a lot of people in life really have this, and it, I don't think it's a, like I don't wanna say if you have this that you should feel guilty that you have it. I just find that, um if you have a need for approval in life sometimes i find it can hold you back mm-hmm. because you're constantly yeah. looking for other people's approval yeah. and just listening to you speak i can tell you don't give two shits about anyone's no, approval i don't and you're just going to go do your thing yep. and that to me is actually a bit of a life hack because um unfortunately some people do have a need for approval i don't know if it's their upbringing their natural or dna sure. what it is yeah. Um, But if you can somehow tone that down in life a little bit, I find you can make a lot of progress in in life in general, Mm -hmm. right? And it's obvious that you don't have that. I remember when I was in software sales once, I was supposed to... Um, the amount of sales I had made I was supposed to win some award that they kind of overlooked me on and the <laughs> the sales manager uh, said hey do you want to do you need a, do you have a need for approval or like is this commission check because it was a pretty big fat commission check is that like gonna be enough for you and I'm like yeah the commission checks enough I don't mm-hmm. as long as that keeps rolling I don't care about getting this uh, this award yeah. but it was the first time that I realized that some people on that sales floor that I was on they cared about the award they actually cared more about the award mm-hmm. than getting the, the, the revenue or the money from making the sales. Mm-hmm. That was like a new concept to me. Mm-hmm. But I've kind of struggled with that over the years a little bit, like having a need for approval to being concerned with what other people thought of me, and i always trying to shut that down. So Matt, do you, does that follow in the bloodline here? Do you have a need for approval, you feel?
3: Uh, I probably do, yeah, more than. Yeah, so he's the nicer sure. guy. Definitely.
0: You know, you're yeah. right, Matt yeah. is the nicer guy.
2: Yeah, but I always give him that approval thing. I mean, <laughs> very proud of him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's doing a great job, so. <laughs> He gets it from me, anyway. I mean,
0: uh, how was it? Yeah. How did he get pulled into the business? What uh, when you started working at GNM <laughs> Fitness? Yeah. What, did you have a decision to be made there, or did your dad just say you're working here now?
3: Mm, no, uh, it was always up to me. Um, actually, I remember when it was when I was graduating high school. He says to me, "If you uh, come to work at the gym out of high school, I'll buy you a new car." Or so he was
0: bribing you really? right yeah. out of high school. remember that. Or... I guess he didn't buy him the Otherwise, car. Otherwise, you go
3: to school, you don't get the car.
2: Did I buy you a car?
3: No.
0: Uh, I went
1: to school.
2: Oh, if you... What was the,
3: What was the... Agreement. If you go to if school. If I came to
2: work. Yeah. And skipped I'd, I'd like get, college. And skip college. Oh, oh I yeah. see. Yeah. I'd get a car. Well, that worked out because you went to school and then worked and the, at the club. And then, and then I, I got the car buy, too. you didn't have to
1: buy a car. So. No, no. I got that too. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. I got it all. Matt, do you know, <laughs> you know your dad was just trying to get out of work early, man? He's like, forget
0: it. Forget forget anything post-secondary. <laughs> just come and work here now. Yeah. L- no. Listen, what, what can you tell everybody about the Niagara region and what you're starting to see? Because we're starting to see people. When we first met you guys, nobody was buying any property. Properties in St. Catharines, never mind Welland and Port Coburn. Mm-hmm. But to your astonishment, we literally have investors walk in here now and say, hey, I've, I'm, I'm in Welland. I'm, you know, I live in Toronto. I'm looking at properties in Niagara, and I, I know there's a place called Welland, and some people have started mentioning Port Coburn. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not kidding you. So what are are you starting to see from living there? Are you starting to notice subdivisions in the area? Like for somebody from Toronto, what's the scene like out there? Are you seeing new developments? What's happening?
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes. Not so much in Port Colborne. No, but what about the Welland area? What's going on? In Welland along the 406. So the 406 is the
0: highway off what? QEW Mm -hmm. into Welland? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, got it. So subdivisions on both sides?
2: Yes, it's just goes right back to the fundamentals because um the 406 used to be a two-lane highway with traffic lights it was awful to get from uh port colburn to st Catharines. took 45 minutes that was ridiculous uh but they when uh, was that how long ago was that oh 10 years ago they probably got rid of all of the lights they put overpasses in and they and they, now it's a four-lane highway. Okay, so this is a so, recent. This is a fairly recent yes, development. So, like now it's a hundred clicks down there, non-stop. So to go from Welland to St. Catharines takes ten minutes. You know, so that made a huge difference. So, like I said, back to the fundamentals. There's a major thoroughfare there, and where are they putting all the houses? Right on, right at the exits. You know, so that's a no-brainer. We bought a house out there mm-hmm. last
0: year. A new, a new subdivision.
2: Uh, the older subdivision next to the new subdivision. Okay, so cheaper.
0: how uh, how old, yeah no smart. <laughs> I figured you would do something like that. How old are those houses that you bought? Seventeen years old. And what was the, roughly what purchase price are do you think is uh, that area now? Now four. Yeah, around four. Around four. Yeah. And um, because I'm only this ca- is a, this is a semi yeah, is a semi detached. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then what are you doing? Straight rent. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, how much rent can you get out there on a the property right now?
3: Seventeen. Yeah, we're getting seventeen hundred.
0: Yeah, does that that must shock you at this point out there now. Yeah, it's pretty nice. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. We're
2: used to getting higher rents because they're all rent-to-owns, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're all still there, and they're still a little bit higher than they should be, but everybody's quite happy paying it, so I'm quite happy putting it in the bank.
0: Yeah, got it. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Um because yeah, I I just remember, I mean, I remember thinking when we first met you guys, I don't think we'll ever really be out in the Welland area buying properties. No, no. Now who you just thought? you just met Nadim on our team as he was leaving here. Mm-hmm. You don't know this, but he asked you some questions. He's doing a tour with investors out in Welland tomorrow mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. a group of about twenty investors who yeah. are rock star members, yeah. all going out to look at different properties in yeah. the Welland area. Yeah. So uh so that, Welland's
2: good, but near the highway. Like yeah. like I said, uh he, uh, you got to watch where you're going. Right? Yeah, so, you know,
0: so where's the bad part? Not, I don't I it's want to the bad, bad part. Yeah, where's just, the less, the area that maybe isn't the prime it's area? Like Welland
2: and Port Corbin, both, and, and Fort Erie. They, they all have the part of town that, you know, the, there's really, really good deals there for a reason. And it's not because real estate is still cheap there. It's because there's trouble there. I mean, it's just not a good part of town. So um uh just got to be careful in... Uh, you know, I want to point things out. You <laughs> might get into trouble, but um, just, do your, just do your homework. Um, and you know what? If you want to call me, call me and I'll tell
0: you. Yeah, I've been telling people, <laughs> if you're in Port Coburn, you just walk sure. right into GM, GNM Fitness. Yeah, absolutely. You're right in the center of Port Coburn. Yep. Matt's going to be in the gym there somewhere. Yep. You hunt Matt down and you're going to get all the real estate, local <laughs> real estate investing information yeah. that you're going to want.
2: I'll, you can get better real estate information from me because I was born and raised in that town.
0: Yeah, I mean, got it. I, but uh, you're you know, not there. You're just fixing machines occasionally. I'm in and No, out. we've decided you're not there oh, anymore. Okay. <laughs> That's it. <We're laughs> you know what? Next time I come to the gym, I'm going to bring some cup of soups for you guys. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, so um, Port Coburn. And there's a downtown Port Coburn where Erica on our team bought a cafe that you guys know of. Main
2: Street. It's not in downtown. Oh, it's sorry. On Main Street, oh, sorry.
0: Highway 3. Okay, on Main Street. What's the name of it? Bremfield. And Bremfields. do you guys go there? I do. Have yeah, you have you seen her there by chance? Uh, do you I haven't. No. She no? said okay. she was
1: serving coffees there yeah, at one point. She said because she burnt her hand oh, or yeah? something. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. I uh, I go there for the pecan pie. Oh that yeah. Was, when when they bought that uh, place, that, that was, the was the first question I asked: Is are you keeping the same pecan pie <laughs> recipe? Don't want to mess yeah. with
0: Matt's treat. Are they, are they still have the pecan pie? Yeah. Oh, yeah? yeah. Got it. All right, cool. I'm surprised that you guys haven't bought the whole city at this point. I'm sure your dad's <laughs> looking around for uh, for different opportunities. Yeah, I, I look for those sweet deals. And I, <laughs> I've been very successful doing that. Ma- map out someone um, who comes to the gym who uh, is the average person walking in the door. What can a, uh, a weekly fitness routine look like to get somebody going who has not come to the gym? Someone like myself who uh, they hit 40 years old. Mm-hmm. They needed to start going to the gym. What's a routine, what's a standard routine? Paint the picture.
3: Usually we recommend coming three times a week, uh, no more than an hour. We want something that is gonna be achievable for them to maintain and see results. The results come from consistency. Like, uh, you know, if you come in, a lot of people come into it thinking, I'm just, I'm gonna go full blown every day And they get discouraged when they start missing days or they're too sore to work out because they worked out so much, you know, they just can't keep it up. Um, It's much more beneficial to be realistic and, you know, start with two or three days a week. Um, But what about
0: someone like me? It's like, I look at these machines. I don't know what that what I'm doing. So you walk people through a routine. Okay, got it. So we're
3: going to set you up usually with a basic kind of full body exercise routine on the machines. We'll take you through show you how to use the machines properly uh, so you know uh, how to use them, also what they're doing for you. And um, that's what we would start them out, three days a week, full-body workouts to start with.
0: Got it. Okay. And then
3: usually at least a day in between for uh, recovery.
0: Got it. Okay. So not every day, three days a week. Yeah. Okay. Any mobility work or anything like that? Mm. The only reason I say that is when I I couldn't put my hands over my head quite really well.
3: Like flexibility, stretching, things like, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And uh, some of that comes with just introducing strength training uh, into your
0: life as well. Who's the personality type that sticks with this and who disappears? Is it Mm -hmm. someone who has a life event like I had? Like I had these digestive problems. I'm like, holy shit, I better fix stuff up so I'm going to stay with it. Or is there a common thread between who stays with it at the gym and who doesn't? It's I, random, I right? don't know because
3: we see people even some people that start off and they do really really well and they've done it for six seven months and they're, they're a new person and then they just they're gone like what yeah. I don't understand yeah. it yeah
2: it's hard to figure out but I'll tell you that the long term people that do stick with it is because of a, a medical issue or something uh, either they've had a heart attack and they went through the rehab and then their exercises for the rest of their life or someone who's been diagnosed with diabetes you know, because it helps tremendously when you're burning extra calories like that. And um, we help uh, tons and hundreds of people change their lives through exercise. But I think the, the ones that we can count on to stick with it are the ones who have had some sort of health episode that threatened their life or their livelihood. Yeah, or their. Health. They have the reason. Absolutely. Uh, but there's people off the street that make up their mind. It's like in January. Okay, here we go. You know, and then yeah, that always fades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the one Matt cited, uh, that just, we just scratch our heads with that one. I even wrote it in, in one of our articles one time. If we could figure that one out, why people change their lives, change their physique, they're happier, they're better person, they're off their pain meds, their mood is they're better. They're just mm-hmm. such a different person, and then they're gone. I run into them, into, you know, it's funny that when I'm in <laughs> they're town, they're, they, they, they see me, and it's like, oh shit, there he is. You know, and I got, now they're, on the way over to talk to me, I, I can see the the them trying to figure out what to say to me, like what the excuse is going to be why they're not at the club. Uh, but, you know, it's, that's the way it is. I mean, it's human nature. I, I think mean, once
0: you <laughs> break the habit, too, I've noticed uh, yeah. since uh, January, I kind of broke the habit a little bit of going to the gym as often I was going. Yeah. And then it's easy to just say you know what? I'm just going to sleep in a little bit more. And yeah. this is actually too bad. I, I don't really yeah. see my body changing that much. Like, yeah. I think, I think I'm good to go. Yeah. So then you start convincing, from. Yeah, you, you start convincing yeah. yourself that it's like, I'll just go next week. <laughs> and then yeah. next week becomes the next week, you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so now I just freak myself out. I'm like, man, if I don't go today, this yeah. is the start of the downfall. You know, like, I just yeah. kind of think that I'm falling off the cliff here. Yeah. The longer um, you stay away,
2: the harder it is to get back. Yeah, I know yeah. that. Yeah. experience
0: and and real estate stuff what gave you uh why real estate when when you guys could have invested money in a whole bunch of other things what was it about real estate like was it gino in your blood from your father like why go to matt and say this is something we're going to do together
3: i think it was fa- your father-in-law right that guy. father-in-law yeah
2: yeah yeah um he was always flipping houses my father-in-law um had been flipping houses since the 50s just all by himself he would move into a house him and his wife and uh fix the house up while he lived there and sold it and moved to the next one uh, one time he told me how many times he had moved in the last 30 years or 40 years and it, uh, it was an unbelievable number it was something like like 46 times or something like it. he just kept moving and fixing and moving and fixing and he did it right up in th- into his 70s and uh, that's where I learned how to do wiring, plumbing, drywall, uh, flooring, shingled my own roofs. Like that, I did it all. Uh, but um, funny, uh, uh, talking to my mom all the time about what went on in Italy and stuff. And lo and behold, her mother was a landlord in Italy. And she just keeps joking about it because my f- grandfather would say why don't you sell those damn places they can't even afford to eat and they're gonna pay you rent because they would never pay rent right so I don't know how she acquired that property maybe through her parents but uh, they had rental properties in Italy
0: that's crazy so cool, right? it, yeah totally yeah cool. so I mean
2: I don't know it's just something I wanted to do I remember when my dad built his new house finally after you know he moved to Canada and he bought a duplex so he could bring his parents over and live upstairs and we all lived together for a while until they moved out and then uh, the kids us moved upstairs had our own bedrooms but um when he went to sell that house he was negotiating and i thought to myself it just out of the blue i thought to myself and i was i think i was 18 or 19 years old then and i said to myself what an idiot i am why am i not buying this house this is a duplex this is a perfect investment you know and i know the house i know it's meticulously maintained i know it's got a new furnace in it a new roof and and it's just, I don't know, it just it pops into my head. And, and to this day, I'm always looking for good investments, for good opportunities. I'm just, you know, just sitting there waiting for the next great opportunity. And it, I've been very lucky with that. Do you do any stock market
0: stuff or no. is real estate your game? No.
2: It's the newest thing I'm doing now is um, uh, syndicated mortgages. or lending money now.
0: Oh, got it. Which everybody but will go, you guys are lending so, money, you mean? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm uh, lending
2: money. Yeah, got so, um, it. Uh, So now I'm a lender and I'm still a real estate investor and I still have all the businesses and I still have the real estate. And so there's multiple, like Robert Allen would put it, uh,
0: multiple streams of income. I built that very well. uh, Yeah, good for you guys. And I think ultimately uh, everybody gets to the point where they start lending money at a certain point of time. Um, And we first clued onto it when we met with lawyers and accountants and they were telling us. Yeah, we lend out money all the time to different yeah. people, and yeah, sure. we're basically the bank. And Nick and I yeah. looked at each other like, "Holy smokes! All these guys are making money by yeah. becoming the bank." That's right. You want to be the bank? Of yeah, course. and, and yeah, we that's had, the ultimate. Yeah, we had no idea. How are we, so? People are just finding you around town, word of mouth kind of stuff. Uh,
2: we're, I'm just um, my first cousin is part of an organization up here in Oakville, as a matter of fact, where they raise uh, funds for developers, a different stages of, of these large developments, and they're short term because, you know being 50 almost 59 years old now i'm not looking for anything for 20 that'll benefit me 20 years down the road i want cash flow now so they're six month one year terms with extension opportunities uh you know up to two years
0: for a hit so, of cash flow will you sell one of your properties then like let's say you yeah we're just thinking go, about that right now yeah or you yeah. And, and that's just because you want some cash in pocket so you'll dump a property just to yeah it's one of those properties that are that that you want me grief yeah yeah you know so I, i'm
2: thinking I, you know if i had a quarter million dollars in my pocket i could i could you know, lend that out and, and not have to deal with those tenants anymore. Or the other option is to, uh, is to take it and, and buy something in a much better neighborhood. You know, so there's uh, there, there's so many options that we totally. have now. Yeah, yeah we w- just pick the best what one. What
0: about if you guys are getting a new property now? Would you go variable or do you typically go variable rate or fixed rate on your real estate stuff?
3: In the past, typically it's been variable. Yeah, and now
0: mm-hmm. do you now do you well, have f- still?
2: We just did variable just at three point yeah. six. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The so Scotia you're- Bank,
3: but. You know, we are having a lot of harder time with uh, getting mortgages
0: so, yeah, the so banks, you know, <laughs> yeah 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 everybody's yeah. having a harder time yeah, yeah. it
1: was free-flowing there if I remember like years ago yeah. it was just oh. like yeah yeah we <laughs> were it
3: doing ever? like two at, at a time at
0: you know what at this time, is the biggest thing because investors obviously complain about this all the time mm-hmm. and and it's true because mm-hmm. it's true um but home buyers also have the same problem yeah, absolutely right yeah, and sure. it creates more demand if right. you are an investor right. for renters mm-hmm. and I just wonder where this is all headed like if the government makes it even further like we already have a problem where with housing in general, mm. but if the government makes it harder to qualify, I don't know where we're headed with all this kind of stuff. We're seeing yeah.
1: more and more with a number of investors in all sorts of different areas. Like to to fill a pro- like to you you to keep your property vacant, you have to put some effort into it. <laughs> like there's people yeah. who will line up for for a decent yeah. property yeah, priced yeah, yeah, right. right. You know what I mean? Like That's if right. you're trying to rip people off or it's a dump, it's different. Yeah. But for a decent property priced right, it's there is no shortage of like I mean the demand's overwhelming actually. Like a couple yeah, properties that we have here in Oakville, like just, you know, that we rent out. You have yeah. to
0: pull the ad because there's just going to be so much response. You just can't deal yeah, with it. You yeah, you
1: place the ad for two or three days. Yeah. You go there once, you know, and then yeah. as, long, as long as you find a tenant you're yeah. comfortable with too. But And the but same but, uh,
0: problem
2: is happening in Niagara now. There is a shortage of rentals.
0: Yeah, you're finding the demand strong. Oh, yes, absolutely. There is a shortage. Well, in the summer, we're
1: seeing more Airbnbs down there. We see some of the numbers that people are doing with Airbnbs. A lot of Lakeshore stuff yeah, cottage stuff and stuff like that. And that
0: problem down there is just going to get worse. Now that St. Catharines has the GO train, you can live in Welland, pop Mm -hmm. over into St. Catharines, take the train now into downtown Toronto. I'm not saying people are going to do this, but I'm telling you, more and more people we meet our investors that we're helping buy properties and they'll come back to us and say, Tom, you're not going to believe this. I have a property in St. Catharines. The person renting from me is working in like Etobicoke, getting off or the Mimico station. Mm -hmm. They're taking the go. Yeah, that's not surprising. Yeah, Yeah. which which is like 10 years ago, though, which isn't that long ago. That would be like blasphemy. Mm -hmm. Nobody would be like in St. Catharines working in Mimico, you know? So uh, the, the, the long term trend of this is crazy. Have you ever taken your portfolio on the properties that you have now and assigned an appreciation rate to it mm-hmm. and extrapolated out where 10 years from now, like just pick if you pick 1.5% or 25 or like 7% or something and said, hey, 10 years from now, the portfolio would look like this. I bet you haven't. I have not,
3: no. 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 Yeah.
0: You no. should. You should, mm-hmm. just for curiosity. I, just for curiosity's sake, because it might not happen. I think we're all realistic. Yeah. Like, we yeah. we always, someone actually, it was George, a younger guy on a podcast a few episodes ago. He's like, Tom, you know, you guys always talk about how property prices will always only just go up. And I almost had a heart attack with him. I'm like, George, we do not believe that. <laughs> we just think what we have good fundamentals here with population and transportation routes, but we have to be prepared for a correction at any time. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's fun just to look at where your portfolio will be. You know, even at a 4% appreciation rate. Yeah, I think, you know what, I think We're Matt and I are having a little bit of an issue
2: now deciding which direction to go because he's so much younger than me and we're partners. So he's got a <laughs> big, bright, long future ahead of him. Yeah god willing
0: he's got and he's uh got decades of yeah. compounding in front of him yeah
2: mm-hmm. and my future is
0: now that's it eh? you Florida. yeah
2: but the, you know if some a really good deal comes my way i'm <laughs> jumping on it but uh there's no doubt about it but you know i i'm looking at things a little bit differently now because of my age and uh, he's still wanting to do the long-term how stuff, old
0: you how old are you now i'll be 59 in may yeah got it cool yeah, okay. That's so cool? Yeah, no, it is cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, look at you. You're in good shape. You're going to sprint out of here and jump on 59. top of the roof. Yeah. According yeah. to Tom, that means you've got 41 years left. you got lots of yeah. time left. Oh. Yeah. I, okay, I, good.
0: I, I'm pretty convinced we're all going to 100 who's sitting in this room. Yeah. So all right. get ready for 41 more years. So do me a favor. Compound those properties out 41 more years just to see where no. you're going to end up. <laughs> no, Listen, no. well, how about this? Do it 20 years. 'Cause you're Why? I'm just good for fun. Now. I'm it's good. A, no, I know I'm you're fine. good. I don't need
2: to know what they're going to be worth in 20 years. I just. Uh, uh.
0: We could do the reverse. You could do like a negative on it to see if there's a big fat <laughs> correction to see what they could be worth if property prices go down. Uh, uh, since we're talking about actually about that, how do you guys feel about a correction? Like mentally, are you prepared if there's a real estate correction coming your way and do you do anything to prepare for it now?
3: Yeah, I think like we're not that worried about, I would say. I mean, over the last 10 years like a lot of these properties we've had for 10 years and the rents have gone up so much that uh you know the rents are going to carry us through any downtimes for sure
0: so you don't think the rents will move if there's a correction which we don't Mm. either
2: no well historically like you've shown us you've shown us many times um rents continue to escalate slowly you know regardless of the ups and downs of the real estate market and what where values are um i i truly believe that i mean and with the other factors included in the immigration and the demand for properties, I can't see how rents are going to come down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they might flatten a little bit, but that's fine because we're okay where we are now. And mm-hmm. things just continue to get better when somebody else is paying off our properties for us. There's all that benefit too. But, uh, I, I, we're not concerned at all about uh, and the fundamentals.
0: I guess you know, like that you you guys are in part of obviously the kind of the what we call the golden horseshoe. Yeah. But you're in a smaller community out there that I think is benefiting from it. We're forecasted to get over the next 20 years 3 million more people mm-hmm. into the GTA, which is part of the Golden Horseshoe. Mm-hmm. The Golden Horseshoe right now is just under 9 million people. That means 3 million people just coming into the GTA component, mm-hmm. never mind the entire Golden Horseshoe. Yeah. So we let's call it 3 to f- 4, 3 and a half, 4 million people coming into the Golden Horseshoe over the next 20 years. That's a huge amount mm-hmm. of growth yeah. coming our it's way. Scary. Like, it's scary. We're, yeah. we're probably going to come to... Th-
1: think of the trip down the 401 and QEW in 20 no, years. God, no think, way. Of, think of it today. Think of it. For tw- yeah. Well, think of it 10 years ago. I think of it today, how much yeah. worse it is today. Yeah. Think of it in 10 more years. Yeah. I mean, there's no more room for lanes. Well,
2: the biggest change that we see coming up here is uh, the stretch from uh, St. Catharines to Hamilton.
1: Yeah. That stretch there it's along the bottom now. of busy. the lake. Yeah.
2: Oh, my God. It's crazy. It's oh, yeah. yeah. It's packed. Probably
3: now, uh, it used to be busy driving to Toronto. Uh, now, it takes sometimes longer to drive Back to Niagara Back, right now, yeah. yeah, because
2: of the bedroom communities and the way they're growing. Everybody's leaving Toronto at the end of the day, late in the afternoon, mm-hmm. and it's we're tied up in traffic going home now, all
3: the way to Niagara Falls, all
2: sometimes. the way to Niagara Falls. Yeah, because yeah. yeah.
1: yeah, it used to be once you got to Centennial Parkway, yeah. you're pretty good, yeah. right? Not usually, over, usually yeah. over even over the bridge, you know. But Centennial was yeah. like the end; it was clear. Mm-hmm. But now, yeah. I noticed I drove to uh, Buffalo the other day mm-hmm. um, on a Saturday. It was a Saturday afternoon in the winter, so it's not like it's high wine mm-hmm. season right. or something, which is even crazier. Um, so in the winter, high like, wine season. Well, yeah, you know, I'm okay. very articulate. <laughs> wine high wine season. Um, season, okay. So, well, now with marijuana and liquor together, yeah, it's high wine. Just, oh, yeah, got I'm it. That's to smart. Educate got, you high wine. The, I got it. Younger so, brother
0: does it again. Oh, yeah, I get it too. It's high <laughs> wine. High wine. <laughs> Have this
1: high wine. Okay. But I couldn't believe uh, how many people were on the were on the road, like because it never it just wasn't like that before, right? No. I was looking around. I'm like, man, it was busy. Like it was a steady stream of cars all around me for the long majority of the way, it was like the same cars, like everyone's just traveling down there, right? It was a lot Mm -hmm. of people.
0: Did you guys hear that comment at the last meeting that we had all together with that guy that was talking about the transportation uh, stuff that uh, the governor of New York State, Cuomo, Mm -hmm. wanted one of the stuff. So I went and researched it up. I found the news article where he's like, they want the GO train to come right into New York State. Wow. Which is completely crazy, right? Well, that so, would take some doing. I mean, no, Now, now you got a U.S. citizen yeah, coming yeah, to Canada, no, and vice would, versa. No, and I don't think that's going to happen. But yeah. it just tells you the population base. They understand yeah. what's here. Yes. And they want that coming right they into New it. York State. Sure. They see it, right? They see it, yeah guys uh really thank you uh, for doing this if you're in Port Coburn and you want uh, to go to the gym and get some real estate education Matt and Gino <laughs> can be found at GNM Fitness right in the heart of Port Coburn I'm sure if you google map up GNM Fitness you'll find it actually we'll put the URL what's the URL to your gym
3: gnmfitness.com
0: g n m uh, is it yeah, an-
3: all spelled out so is, g, g- a n d m fitness
0: g a n d m fitness.com right yep. yeah yep. got it and we'll link to it in the show notes so if you're listening to this you can go to rockstarinnercircle.com forward slash podcast you can find this episode with matt and gino click on it we'll have the link there to gnmfitness.com as well and then remind me the dance uh store again so you can google it up uh
2: dancewear niagara dancewear burlington Dance We're Online. And dance dance we Online. Yeah. yeah. Uh, best place to so play, we'll really? Y-
0: you know what? So we'll put the URLs for that as well in the show notes. Yeah. And here. Um, you
2: can also download the book for free from our Health Club website. And give us the name of the
0: book one more time
2: The SOS book. The That's SOS not, book.
0: It's called Eat Smart, Eat often and Eat Small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but your dad likes saying the, <laughs> the SOS, SOS book. <laughs> <laughs> I like the SOS book too. Help me. Help yeah. me. <laughs> cool. Thanks so much for doing this, guys. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Pleasure. Thank you. Hey everyone, it's Tom Kradza. So look, we love to support local business owners as well so not only do they run a gym but they run you know they have three retail locations as you heard of their dance um, retail store so we are going to link to the shot the podcast notes t- for links to that as well to the podcast notes did i say podcast notes to the podcast notes um where you will uh, find links to the to the uh, retail stores as well so if you go to rockstarinnercircle.com forward slash podcast you will always find links to all the different episodes, including this one. If you click on the link for this one, you will then find the uh, URLs for their gym and the dance retail stores there so that you can go directly to them. As I mentioned, we're grateful to bring guys like this on, you know, real estate investors who are doing their stuff and. People that you don't always hear about um, who are out there buying properties, fighting the fight, surviving. Um, So for them to come on here and share their story, we're just forever grateful. Good guys. We consider them uh, like part of the family at this point. So hopefully uh, you're enjoying these podcasts, everyone. Thank you so much for the feedback that keeps coming in. We really do appreciate it. I think that's it for now. Until next time, your life, your terms.